Would Brad Holmes talk about Jalen Carter in the draft room with his owner? I don't know. Chris Vanini from The Athletic also joins us. Let's talk some draft. You are Locked On Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's happening, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It's Locked On Lions on the Locked On Podcast Network. Indeed, your team every day. First day of March, Wednesday, March 1st, and the Thursday, March 2nd. Thanks for making us your first listen, checking us out wherever you get your podcasts, and, of course, follow us, following us on Twitter, at Derry Speaks, D-E-R-Y Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, the Matt Derry Facebook fan page, and also find us on the Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Big shout-out. Got to go out to my New BFF, Lomas Brown. For those of you that saw my Twitter feed at Dairy Speaks, I was uh, at Tea Times in Rochester Hills today for their ribbon cutting. It's an indoor golf place. It's unbelievable. Brandon Shia and his crew are unreal. It's the best golf simulator place ever. Seriously, Tea Times, Rochester Road. Check out what Brandon Shia, uh, Shia is doing. But Lomas Brown was there, and I took a video with Lomas. I told him I'd do the impersonation. He He's amazing. He's the nicest guy ever. So go to at Dairy Speaks on Twitter and see the video of me and Lomas today where I got him to say, Dan, it was awesome. Uh, Chris Vanini is going to join us from TheAthletic.com, senior college football writer. Let's talk some draft. I want to get his thoughts on cornerbacks and the Jalen Carter situation. Chris will join us momentarily as today's podcast also is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel, the official uh, sports betting partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, today Dan Campbell and Brad Holmes spoke. I want to get to all that tomorrow, so just bear with me because I want to focus on the combine and I want to open today talking about Jalen Carter because there is a, if you don't know and if you haven't heard, Jalen Carter, there's a arrest warrant out for him in the state of Georgia, down in Athens for reckless driving. Jalen Carter lied to police, it sounds like, uh, back in January when a teammate of his at Georgia and one of the uh, trainers, I believe, or one of the assistant coaches were in a, a major car accident, crashed. It was a fatal accident, and they both died. There was talk that Jalen Carter at the time was racing the other car that crashed. Carter denied that at first and said he was a mile away behind that car and wasn't around them. Turns out, reports now say Carter was racing, and he could be up on two misdemeanor charges for reckless uh, reckless driving and that type of situation. That would very much hurt Jalen Carter's draft stock, for sure. There have already been some questions about character. Now this is out there. He was supposed to speak today at the Combine. He did not. He bolted. He put out a statement on Twitter basically saying, I'm going to be cleared on this. I'm going to go down to Georgia. I'm going to talk to uh, police and everything else but he believes that he will be vindicated and cleared and all of that. So that leads, of course, to the Lions sitting at six in the draft, looking up and saying, wait a minute, how this could affect Detroit? How is it going to affect us here with GM Brad Holmes, head coach Dan Campbell, et cetera? Well, number one, if Jalen Carter drops, that means that's one less player taken, uh, you know, that would be taken ahead uh, of where the Lions are picking. You got to figure some quarterbacks, Carter, Will Anderson, and then the Lions would pick at six. 
there's that school of thought that, uh uh-oh, another player is going to come off the board now because Jalen Carter, no one's going to touch that high in the draft. That's number one. Number two, there's the school of thought of, oh, baby, Jalen Carter is going to drop to six. He's not going to go number one to the Bears. He's not going to go number three to Arizona. The Lions could get him. I got news for you. For what I know about this organization and its and, and its ownership, do you think Sheila Hamp's going to draft Jalen? You know, allow uh, uh, Brad Holmes, who's talked about character. He's on Good Morning Football today on the NFL Network. Character this and character that, fit in the locker room and character and culture. Character and culture is nonstop in the Brad Holmes vocabulary. You think he's going to uh, draft Jalen Carter? Would I take Jalen Carter, the football player, and put him in the on the interior of that D line for the Lions? Yes, I would. But could he have been involved in his teammates, his teammate and a coach being killed because of reckless driving, going 100 miles an hour at 2.30 in the morning, and a car crashes, and he drives away? That's not good character. Lies to police? Not good character. He says he's going to be cleared on it. I do not see the Lions drafting Jalen Carter if he's there at six. I don't. I think they'll punt. I think they'll pass. This organization years ago passed on Micah Parsons because of character. Um, Passed on Lyle Collins because of character. Those were guys with positions of need. Years, 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 years ago, passed on Randy Moss. Same, Same Ford family. I don't see Jalen Carter coming to Detroit. I don't. We'll ask Chris Vanini about it and that whole situation. He's the uh, senior college football writer for TheAthletic.com and a Michigan native. We'll do that coming up next. Got to tell you about FanDuel, though. I mentioned it before, the official sports betting partner of the Lockdown Podcast Network. It's midway point of the NBA season. It's here. Now's the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because now customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Pistons playing the Bulls tonight. Want to put some money down? It's easy. Download that FanDuel app. Let's do the business. FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with that same game parlay. Don't miss a chance to get your no sweat first bet. Up to $1,000 in bonus bets. When you go to FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports betting partner of the NBA. Great up with this gentleman, our guest today here on Locked On Lions from TheAthletic.com, senior reader, covers college football, knows the game inside and out, knows a lot of these players that the Lions are taking a look at look at, at the Combine. Chris Vanini is with us today. What's up, Chris? Hey, Matt. Good to be here. Been a while. You and I go way back. back I know, man. Too. Great to see you. Great yeah, to, yeah. Uh, great to visit with you again and uh, and catch up. How, how are things at the Athletic? And and you know, as far as college football goes, uh, it, this is still a busy time for you, isn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, college, you know, the NFL draft is kind of a busy time for everybody. NFL and college were both kind of contributing on that uh, as well. And I think college football is just, it's kind of a year round sport now. I mean, with, with realignment and NIL and transfers and coaching changes, um, it really is a year round sport college football, even if it's not like segmented like the NFL is now. What 
is it healthy, would you say? I mean, you know, it's funny because every year it's like, oh, it's Bama, it's Georgia, it's the same teams. Obviously, Michigan has, has, has come back, you know, up and is alive again and, and make it to the tournament the last couple of years, as I like to call it. But do you think college football is healthy where it currently is right now? It's pretty healthy. I think there has been a lot of change very quickly with all of those things that I said, players being able to do sponsorships and make money, USC and UCLA coming to the Big Ten very soon. I, I, I think it is a period of dramatic change, and it's going to be a very bumpy change. I think five years from now, we'll look at college football and say, man, what was going on there kind of in the early 2020s? That was really weird. There was just We're kind of in this weird middle ground from what I think the game used to be to what it will be. And the sport will still be there, still be alive, still be okay. It's it's college football. It's technically the second most popular sport in the country behind the NFL. So it's going to be there. Ratings, TV ratings are still great. Attendance, attendance is still very good. It's in a good spot. It's just in a changing spot right now. Chris Vanini with us from The Athletic. All right, let's get into this Jalen Carter situation. What's your take on it? What will it mean? Obviously, it's misdemeanor charges. He says he'll be cleared heading back to Athens once he talks to the police and everything else. And um, how do you think this affects his draft status? And, you know, there's some fans, and I said this before you came on, that think, oh, well, maybe he'll just now drop to the Lions at six. I don't think Sheila Ford-Hamp is touching him. But what are your thoughts on this whole thing? It's it's so tough, and especially because it just happened in terms of we just found out about this. Like, you know, the accident happened in January. Um, it was incredibly sad, you know, uh, Georgia, you know, some players and, and staffers, people losing their lives, uh, incredibly tragic. But the report that came out and now the, the, the warrant um, kind of changes what the original thought was around the accident. It was we were told it was a single car accident. Now that there may have been racing involved and Jalen Carter may have been involved in that. He may or may not have left the scene and then been told to return. Uh, so we just, we don't fully know yet. So that will be a big factor. And so like, this is, a, I mean, this is a different kind of situation than you sometimes get before the draft. This isn't like Lyle Collins in a video of him smoking pot, you know, like this is <laughs> racing, yeah. potential drunk driving people died. Like, so how far is it going to fall? I don't know. You heard people talk about character issues, you know, beforehand. People weren't very specific on what that was, and they got a lot of backlash for saying that. But this is something you can't deny is extremely problematic and, and troubling for, uh, for for anybody. So, you know, the draft isn't today. It's not tomorrow. It's, it's There's still a process that's going to play out. But, yeah, now you wonder in terms of where could he go, where could he fall to, uh, it's hard to say, especially in a draft where I don't think anybody's really locked into anything at this point from teams and players. It's a really wide open draft. Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. As in terms of Carter, Will Anderson, obviously those are the gems, at least defensively, before today. And who knows where this is going to lead? But when you look at the top of the draft, you see Detroit sitting there at six. How do you kind of you know view from your perspective some of the prospects that are there and, and what you think teams might do? It's it's. Like when you've got the Bears, basically, like we could trade number one, you know, then then everything's on the table. The Lions could trade up if something pops up. They could trade down as they've done quite a bit and gotten extra draft picks and, and done pretty well, I think, at that. So six, it really depends on who's there. If, if Jalen Carter falls to you at six, like that's a really big pickup. Uh, if he's not, is there a quarterback you're into at six or would you rather pull back if you don't like any of those guys? 
You obviously need some cornerback help. There are a good number of cornerbacks you can get in the first round. You've got some spots there. So uh, this is a draft where at The Athletic, we've done several mock drafts like everybody does. And sometimes if you're the team in our mock drafts, you're allowed to trade and sometimes you're not. And when you're allowed to trade, there's a lot of that going on. We've seen it more and more in recent years with trades in the draft and would not at all be surprising if the Lions get to six. What they see. Chris Vanini with from The Athletic, senior writer, uh, covers college football. Um, you know, people have, have said, you know, let's just use Miles Murphy as an example. Well, yeah, he's the same pick for six. But there are some that say, well, these Clemson D linemen, not all of them, but all of them fizzle out in the pros. You know, when you do your evaluations and when you watch these these teams, you know, it's almost like that bit for the Ohio State quarterbacks, you know, are never going to make it in the pros because mm-hmm. oh, Stroud will struggle because uh, the other guys didn't do well and, and, and didn't make it like, um, in Haskins. But how, how do you look at that and view that uh, from where you sit? No, I, you can't deny that, you know, Clemson has had an, an issue with that in terms of guys sticking, and, and they've put a lot of guys in the NFL recently. I think the one thing you could say, though, is that pass rush, edge rusher, is a very deep position in this draft, and and, and you can get a lot of guys in a lot of different spots. Uh, Will Anderson probably not fall into you at number six, you know, but, like, there, there are a lot of guys who could be there as well. So, you know, Murphy, he's he's got a lot of the traits you like. You know, he he, he he's probably going to test very well at the Combine and, and everything that, that he goes through. There's a few guys, I think. I think, you know, Michigan's Macy Smith, he's not a spot where the Lions draft him up that high, but I think he's going to put up huge numbers at the Combine and suddenly pop into the first round. So you know, those type of guys who have all those traits you like, sometimes people fall in love with them, and I, I think that's certainly going to be on the table. Chris, what about um, the quarterbacks? You know, I mentioned Stroud before, but uh, how do you view this group? I want to get to Anthony Richardson, but I want to do that in a second. But yeah. it's amazing! It's amazing to me. I didn't want to go here. Let's let's start with Stroud. How do you rank them as far as you know? If you're a G, if you're an NFL GM, where do you? How do you rank that group at the top? This has to be the one of the most maybe polarizing quarterback classes we've ever had. I, if we're starting at the top, uh, you didn't mention him because he's not probably not going to be able available to the Lions. But I love Bryce Young. I know he's small. I know there are certain concerns, but that dude, and I hate to use the cliche, but that guy is a gamer. That guy put the Alabama team on his back this year. There was not a lot for him to work with, and in in difficult environments, big games, he has jumped out. And I that's to me why I love, love Bryce Young. See, Stroud is a guy who. When he was pressured, he really, really struggled. That's It was different than Bryce Young. That's why I love Bryce Young. He could handle the madness that was going on and make big plays. C.J. Stroud was never really able to do that. He's a guy who we know he can move, but he rarely ever moved that much. He, he didn't, you know, they, legs weren't really part of what he did. And then the Georgia game happens, and he puts up huge numbers. And suddenly, like, all the questions you had about C.J. Stroud, all the concerns – were answered in that one game right there. They lost, but he played. It wasn't really his fault. The question is, was that game an aberration, or is that the C.J. Stroud you think you can get week in and week out in the NFL? I'm not so sure. I want to piggyback more with Chris uh, about the quarterback situation, and, of course, a lot of smoke 
surrounding uh, Anthony Richardson to the Lions. Who knows? Maybe at 18. We'll do that coming up next. Chris Vanini with me from The Athletic. Matt Dario with you here on a Wednesday edition of Locked on Lions. Chris, of course, can be read at theathletic.com, college football. Used to see Chris all the time down in East Lansing, back when you were roamed the streets, my friend. Uh, there's not a lot of... Uh, I wish we could sit here and break down some Spartan draft talk, but there's not a ton of that right now, is there? <laughs> no, I know a couple of years ago that the the really long top five draft streak ended. Um, but you know, Kenneth Walker becomes a draft yeah. pick and has a heck of a year as a first year. So, uh, you know, it you know, Mel Tucker is kind of replenishing, I think, what, what had fallen off in terms of the talent level in East Lansing. So yeah, not a lot of guys this time around, but. Uh, you know, it should be at least that, that the streak, the new streak should probably continue again. So what's your take on Anthony Richardson? Uh, completion percentage of like 53%. Um, nothing special per se. Everybody says he's a great talent. He can certainly run too. Um, but all of a sudden you got some mock drafts like, oh, he's going to be going number one to the Colts <laughs> in a trade with the Bears. Like, I see you laughing. <laughs> you got to see him play. I mean, wh- where is this coming from? It's because he's a quarterback and we love quarterbacks and we love talking ourselves into quarterbacks and, you know, certain things can, can happen. I mean, what, what was it a couple of years? Was it last year or a couple of years ago when um, uh, all the talk was about, I think Mac Jones was, everybody said Mac Jones is going three to the, the Niners, three or four, whatever that was. Everybody had talked themselves and convinced that it was going to happen. They end up taking Trey Lance. So like Malik, Malik it, Willis last year. Yes, this just it happens with quarterbacks. People fall in love with somebody, and it was, it was naturally going to happen. It always happens in the cycle where the NFL people, the NFL media, just they discover more players because we're all busy during the fall doing our own things. You got to you you end up looking into more tape. And you're like, oh wait, who's this guy? We didn't really talk about much of in the fall. That's Anthony Richardson. Look, is potential there? Sure. But it's like years away. The guy has not played quarterback very long, just period. And is especially in college. So like there's not much to go off of other than like flashes here and there. Yeah, like here here are some things he can do. But if you're gonna draft him like top ten, like he's not a guy who's gonna play for you for a few years. So that's that that's the I think um evaluation you have to make. He, this is another guy. When he got blitzed, when he got pressured, he completely crumbled. And that's because he had never experienced that before in college, really. Like, it takes a few years for, for guys to adjust to that. So he's good. This is, it's really like, it's it's kind of like an NBA pick where, like, a guy was, showed a lot, a couple of flashes at, at in college for one year, and then he goes to the NBA and you figure, he'll, like, he'll learn in the NBA kind of how to play. That's kind of the Anthony Richardson situation, I think, where he just, he's got to just get a lot more experience under his belt, and then you kind of figure out what you have. So you would not draft and stash him at 18 and let him sit there for two years while Goff plays out his contract. Well, 18 is different than one uh, by, by, by quite a bit. So, you know, it, it, it depends what's there. It depends what you think about the future quarterback classes as well, which there are questions. You don't know. Theoretically, if you are improving as a team, you're not going to be making a top five quarterback pick anytime soon if things go well for the Lions. And yeah, Jared Goff played a lot better as the year went on. So that is something I think you take into account. If you're talking draft him at 18 and stash him for a couple years, like I can understand that. It, it, It is a defensible move. I don't know if it's the move I would make, but you can see the vision there. 
Christian Gonzalez, uh, Devin Witherspoon, you know, some people mocking Gonzalez as high as six to the Lions, some people mocking Witherspoon to the Lions. If they were taking a corner that high, who would you take? I like Gonzalez because he's played in the Pac-12 against some really good quarterbacks, especially this year, kind of in the Pac-12. Devin Witherspoon, Illinois' defense was very, very good, but he's also going up against Big Ten passing offenses. And so, like, it's not the same type of, of, of competition. I think Christian Gonzalez has a lot of flash there uh, that, that you can see. Um, there is uh, – uh, he's uh, what relays, like, cousin or brother-in-law or some of David Blau, the former yeah. Lions quarterback. So like That's there correct. is like it's his brother somewhat of a, yeah. yeah, somewhat of a, a connection there. Um, <laughs> you know, he transferred from Colorado to Oregon, you know, had a good year. He, I think sticks out to me as like, if you're going to, if you're going to take a cornerback that high, and there are a number of good cornerbacks who you can find in this first round. Um, I think I would take him. Are you taking, put Brad, your Brad Holmes hat on for a second. Are you taking Gonzalez or Witherspoon? Or are you taking Murphy or, or Wilson or one of those edge guys? I mean, obviously Brad likes D lineman. He's collected them. Um, where do you, you know, how good are Gonzalez and Witherspoon to take, to go to six? Because obviously here we've been burned by Okuda, not that he's horrible, but taking him at three people, people don't forget that. Yeah. And this Lions staff group has had a pretty good track record with linemen so far. Like, like, if you were to tell me the Lions would only draft an offensive or a defensive lineman in the first round for the next five years, like, I'd be cool with that. Like, that's how you build a team. That's why last year's team got better and played well, because the defensive and offensive lines were extremely good. For, like, the first time in my life, the Lions had a pretty good offensive line. And so, like, I trust that that staff knows how to use that position. Cornerback is high-risk, high-reward position. There's a lot of guys who – who uh, who shine, who, who, who flame out or, or play well there. It's a very hit or miss type of position, similar to wide receiver. You can, you know, you can get a wide receiver later in the draft and he becomes a star. You can get, you know, defensive linemen um, all over the place as well. So it kind of comes down to how you feel about the lines and their ability to do certain positions. I think we know the defense was a problem last year, but that was a lot of it was in the backfield. Final thing for Chris Vanini at the, at the athletic.com. Uh, subscribe, folks. I do, and uh, read Chris all the time. Tell me about what's standing. I know you're not in Indy, but what's standing out at the combine so far? I know the Jalen Carter madness was earlier today, and you know all these reporters standing around. But anything standing out to you as far as testing or a quote or two or somebody saying anything that that uh, has piqued your attention so far? Not particularly yet. We're still, I know, kind of in that spot where we're, where things really start to pick up. And like I said, like Maisie Smith from Michigan, like he's a guy I really want to see what he does because he was number one on my colleague Bruce Feldman's freaks list before the season in terms of just the numbers he puts up uh, in various you know, workout drills and stuff like that. So that's always fun. That's like the most fun part of the combine. Well, this, this guy comes out of nowhere to put up ridiculous numbers we've ever seen. Let's, you know, throw him into the top 15 or something like that. So like this is, this is the fun part of the combine. I've only been once. Uh, It's not something I get to every year, but, but it is a pretty fun experience. And look, it's football, man. Like it's March now. And it's, it's, it's a football fix. You can watch the combine. You can watch the XFL on weekends. And I've been doing that because it's football (laughs) and you know, and so whether it's XFL or Combine or whatever, I'm just kind of excited to watch uh, wow. whatever happens, even if it's guys in their underwear running 40 yards at a time. You really are. You really are a, a sick one, man, watching the XFL. Look at you. 
Yeah. And it, it's interesting. And, and, they get, yeah. Is it good? I, I've tried, Chris, I've tried, but they can't block. The offensive lines it's, are so bad. It's not great football, right. but the games are formatted in a way where they move very quickly. The clock runs after incompletions. You get the game done in under three hours. The games are usually close, partly because there isn't a lot of scoring, but the games are close and the quarterbacks are interesting. But you're right. The run blocking especially is is really tough. If I was an XFL quarterback, I'd be uh, XFL coach. I'd be doing an air raid offense, just throwing all the time because just the run blocking's not there because they didn't really do it in training camp. But, you know, like like there's some fun spots like DC, you know, the fans are fun there. St. Louis is two and O and they haven't played yet at home. They used to have the Rams. They're going to have a pretty big stadium when they uh, play, I think two weeks from now when they play the first home game. So like, it's an interesting game. Kickoffs are different. The, 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 there's just, there's no downtime. It's a very good TV presentation, at least, even if the football's not that great. Senior college football writer for the athletic and XFL expert. Chris Vanini has been with us today. Chris, good to see you. Thanks so much. Yep, thanks for having me. There is Chris Vanini with us. It's a Wednesday edition of Locked Online.